Hello, and welcome to another edition of Highway to the Phantom Zone. With me, your host, Kyle, the host with the most, the voice of choice. You can find us on Facebook at HTTPZ Podcast, on Twitter at HTTPZ Podcast. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and most importantly, iTunes. Please leave a review, comment, like, subscribe, share with your friends, tell your family. We're also at our formal, most important, crucial website, www.highwaytothephantomzone.com. It's on the internet. You can look it up. It's there. You'll find a lot of great podcasts like this one, some interviews, some reviews, some articles, and hopefully a lot of other fun stuff being posted today, tomorrow, and off into 2017. Today, I'll be looking at Charge, a full book, all five chapters, plus 35 pages of bonus material, including an oral history concept art and breakdowns of pages throughout the process. The book will be released on December 29th. If it's already December 29th or sometime in the far-flung future, then hey, the book is already out. You can go ahead and get it at Comixology. It's only $9.99. That's 315 pages of full-color comic book. Science fiction thriller, a digital comic book. So it's digital. You don't have to hold it in your hand or carry it around. You can just keep it on your phone. It's for mature readers. So if you feel like you're mature enough, you can read it. If you don't feel like you're mature enough, you're, if you're immature and you're just rude, then don't read it. It's from uh, Alterna Comics. And uh, let's take a look at who wrote it, who made it, who created it. Written and produced by Dan Jury and Chris Jury. Pencils. I practiced this name and I'm going to ruin it, but let's try it. Atia? Atia? At. Atia, I like that. Atia Zolkarina. Zolkarnin. Zolkarnin. Inks, Christopher Breyer. Inks, Atia again. Boy, I feel really bad. It sounds like a lovely name. Colors, Pamela Seja. Letters, Michael Lagos. Oh, boy. You know, <sighs> I just, I'm terrible at this. Cover art, Jordan L. Nering. 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 Boy, and that, that's an easy one, too. I can't even get that one right. Charge. Okay. It's a time travel book, first and foremost. And it takes place, I guess you'd say in this sort of this really remote outpost. Year is 1975. It does f uh, flash forward, of course, time travel to 2017. And this is a time in 1975, though, when a group of scientists in the middle of nowhere are about to be shut down by this evil corporate entity because they can't seem to essentially get anything done. Uh, they're making no progress on whatever it is they're trying to make progress on, and they are complete and utter failures. Uh, that being said, uh, suddenly something happens. Uh, their machine actually works, 
and ends up sending through a group of soldiers. And uh, these soldiers let them know, hey, they actually, at this time in 1975, uh, sort of kind of technically invented the basic theories that will eventually make time travel work. Uh, sort of like when Doc Brown fell down and hit his head and came up with the flux capacitor. Uh, that being said, they go through a lot of back and forth. Who are you? Who are you? What do you need? What do you want? And eventually they lay down a lot of the rules for the time travel, how it works, and which are explained through some pretty nifty graphics that make um, it very clear to the audience what's going on. And then, guess what? More people come through. And the question becomes, do we trust these people? Do you not trust these people? Who are these people? And what do they want? What do the first group want? What do the scientists truly want? In some ways, we may never know. But in other ways, everything will be explained. Uh, that being said... Uh, full disclosure, I sadly did not read the entire book, but I did want to post this review prior to the 29th just to get out there uh, because, hey, you know, Dan Jury, Chris Jury were kind enough, nice enough to send me the book, and I wanted to make sure I put this out in a somewhat timely fashion. Uh, but that said, I did read uh, over a third of the book, and I have to say that um, there's some good and there's some bad. Uh, the good, I like the characters. I think that they have each have enough of a personality to make them stand out beyond just the way they're drawn. Uh, you can definitely get a sense of who is saying what. So you're not exactly just kind of, uh, you know, reading Scientist A, Scientist B. You know, they have personalities that go beyond all this, um, you know, feeding off, feeding of, uh, you know, just information, just regurgitating uh, things that the audience needs to know. So you really get a sense that these are people, they have lives, they exist, uh, they come from certain places, and you know, that's all well and good. And I think the military people, again, also have personalities and purpose, and I think that's intriguing as well. Uh, I think problems come up, though, in that while it's a time travel book, you tend to ask yourself as you read the book, why they need time travel in the first place. And I mean that because the problem is is that the time travel is not used in at this point. I, I to be fair, again, I have not read the entire book, but I you know, over over a third of the book and I don't feel like time travel has yet to be used in a sufficient, meaningful manner in that while these people show up magically through the process of time travel and mention things like email in 1975 there isn't enough there to make me feel like this book warrants the need for time travel uh, you know there's they're in a military base or not military but they're, they're in a remote outpost in the middle of nowhere people are showing up and creating tension where there wasn't tension before and then more people show up to create more tension. But I think this could have done been done simply by them just showing up. They come in a helicopter. They come in a truck. They're stuck. They can't go anywhere. And things happen. And maybe the base has something everybody wants. And nobody really knows how to get it. And it also kind of makes me wonder, too, what's the point of time travel in the sense that 
Different corporations in 2017 are fighting over it. But ultimately, what does it really do? Because uh, it seems like they can only travel back. No one, once they're 1975, can travel forward. So I get in the sense that they're trying to capture the technology. But if in 2017 they haven't already captured enough technology to jump around of their own free will because they can't jump past 1975 because time travel has been invented yet, which I think is a fair uh, bit of logic. It still makes me wonder, what does it do? You know, you can go backwards and then what? You sit around and buy stock, I I guess, and, and wait to reward people in the future, which I guess is fair. Uh, but it's not really clear to me who wants what or who's really after what. Uh, you know, the scientists report to the company, the military reports to the company, but who... But why are they all going back? But why does why do the military go back? I mean, they're going back to 1975 and they're giving up their lives, essentially. And I kind of wonder, well, for what? What do they get out of it? And maybe these these are all things I'll explain later. But over a third of the way through the book, and so far, despite being people, they feel a little empty in in terms of their wants. They're just sort of going through these motions. Uh, that said, again, I liked the art. It's all neat and clean, uh, you know, smooth lines, uh, easy to recognize characters. I mean, no one feels uh, too um, disconnected or, or too flat. You know, they're all well-drawn and, uh, you know, very clear-cut as to who everybody is. Again, that matches up with the dialogue, which creates very clear characters. Uh, I think an, a great use of color, uh, you know, there's a lot of separation from place to place and you get a sense if they're outside it's cold and you feel that it's cold through the way it's drawn uh if they're inside there's some dark lighting you know so you you feel a little more claustrophobic that way uh and i also like that when you go forward in time they create these clearly through color tones uh a sense of uh you're in a different different place in different time yeah, in that I also like that element too because there's sort of this actions happening in 2017 that I'm assuming affects 1975, and it kind of repeats. But when it repeats, it repeats in different ways, and I thought that was clever. I mean, it's certainly something we've seen before, but I also liked the way it was done. I thought it was fun and smart. Uh, overall, I do like where the book is headed. I think. It needs a little more in kind of clarifying what people are after and what the objectives are here and what the true purpose of time travel would be for these people. Uh, you know, it's, assuming you can truly only go back to 1975, then, uh, you know, what are you really going back for? It, it, to affect stock prices, to take certain amounts of technology and repurpose it for 1975. Uh, again, it becomes a little unclear. No one's really after anything. I mean, I think... This book could almost use sort of what you would see in an alien movie, where the company is always represented somehow. Uh, there is sort of this nebbish company character, but he seems ignorant to the whole thing, so I don't really feel like that's any sort of true 
person with uh, you know a, a true character with a motivation uh, that we don't really know about. I think he's just a dork, lack of a better term, who doesn't really know anything more than we know. And but I think something like that company man from Alien would really help create better motivations and better purpose for everyone. Because again, I don't really know why these guys from 1975, or I mean from 2017, are coming to 1975. I mean, except for a paycheck, but then they just sit around, uh, you know. Because I mean, they obviously have a mission, but once the mission is done, do they have continued purpose? I, again, I, I may need to read this book further, so I think that's fair. But so far, there was a lack of that purpose in the book, and I think that's probably the biggest issue. It's sort of like this cool. Uh, time travel idea but these characters are kind of going through the motion to see the idea through rather than having motivation themselves all in all though it's a solid book i think it uh could use a little more of that motivation but i like the art i like the characters and i like the overall story and i think it's probably headed somewhere very interesting and i think if you're looking for a cool science fiction book that is not marvel or dc or something that wears a cape, I would recommend this book. Uh, it's only $9.99. You get 315 pages. It is not a short read. I can guarantee that as well. Having read the first third of it, it is dense, and you do have to continue with it, but not dense to the point where, you know, you get stuck reading full pages of dialogue and you wonder why wasn't it a book. Uh, but, but enough to keep you interested from page to page, and I think to keep you moving, and I know I will finish this book, but again, I just wanted to try and put out an early review, quote-unquote, right? I mean, I'll have it out most likely, I'll date this podcast, but I'll have it on the 20, 28th. So, you know, not really that prior to the release, but enough that I'm trying here. Uh, that being said, uh, definitely look out for this book and pick it up. I mean, again, $10, I really don't think you can go wrong. It's on Comixology, it's Charge from alternate comics you can find it there ten dollars ten dollars i wish i could say that more often but it's only ten dollars so look for it definitely try and pick it up if you can i would suggest getting it uh and thank you for listening and remember if you're on the highway to the phantom zone never look back i also want to give a shout out to line by line posters and the artist and creator mike matola handwritten prints in ink at etsy you can find it at etsy.com slash shop slash line by line posters they're great posters featuring either music lyrics or script dialogue to form uh, incredible works of art uh, definitely check it out at line by line posters thank you oh god Zod.